Hi, I'm Christina Vovis. And I'm Christine Fredheim. And this is the Friend of Jimmy podcast, a show about finally uncovering what happened to Jimmy Hoffa through the help of psychic medium Christine Fredheim in our journey to fulfill his wish to find his body. Welcome to episode 15 and what we think is going to be our final episode for now to close out season one. Yes. That's what we think, but (laughs) we never know because there's always surprises. (laughs) So first of all, I just want to recap what's happened so far. In our last episode, we found out that there's at least two more bodies in the Renaissance Center besides Jimmy. And we were told by Mr. Hello, as we're calling him, to get a private investigator to help find out who he was. Yeah. We got started with this, but it's a bit of a needle in a haystack. And right when we got that information, the pandemic hit, which left us very limited on what we could do. So right now, what we want to do is pull any help we can from the community and helping us find out who Mr. Hello is, and possibly yeah. the other man. And if what Michael is saying is true, that the FBI is blocking the investigation into Hoffa and the Renaissance Center, perhaps by finding out who these men were, then it would be a new missing person murder case with the police, and they should be able to go in and investigate it without it being blocked in any way. So here's a little reminder of who we are looking for. Mr. Hello, as we are calling him, was a construction worker at the Renaissance Center in 1975. He was there under contract. Uh, We believe it was a Teamsters Union contractor, and he disappeared the same summer of 1975 when Jimmy Hoffa disappeared which was July 30th, 1975. He was thrown into the building while still alive, and Mr. Hello is telling us that he is the man that our witness Michael Yarbrough saw, not Hoffa. Yeah. Um, And it was in a pillar. Right. Okay, so some details about Mr. Hello. We believe he was young. We're guessing somewhere in his 20s or early 30s. He was married And his wife seems to have been a teacher with blonde hair, and she could be in her 80s by now, give or take. Maybe a bit younger or older. Um, Yeah. I'm going to say there's no way she's under 65 at the very, very lowest and could be as high as 85 to 90. She seems to be in a home, a facility, perhaps with Alzheimer's. They owned a house in Detroit, which, Christine, you got as brown or dark green wooden house. Yeah. The the wife remarried not that long after losing her husband to a man that lived not too far from their home in Detroit. She had to marry to survive, not so much because she was in love. So we know that's vague, but perhaps she was remarried that same year in 75 or 76. 77, maybe. Or 77. Okay. They had a daughter that seemed to be about five years old. So that that would make her somewhere around 50 years old right now, give or take. Yeah. Yeah. And we don't have anything else on the daughter at this point. No. 
there was a police report filed as a missing person, but then the family members were told to keep quiet. Mm. And Christine, you also got that the police seemed to know about some things happening at the Renaissance Center at that time and looked away. Yes. And... Mr. Hello wants there to be some sort of money for his family, um, whether it's insurance money or maybe it's a Teamsters pension fund. It's hard to know exactly what that is, but he didn't do anything wrong. He yeah. was he saw something he shouldn't have seen, didn't want to go along with it, and they killed yeah, him. Yeah, and he, it. he lost his whole life to support his family, and I guess that's what he wants justice with. To be able to so- still support them. Yeah. So that's one investigation. And the other is the man who was buried outside in the dirt. He wasn't American. He was Polish, young, skinny, dark brown hair, brown clothes, and killed about nine months earlier. So that would make it approximately October to December of 1974. Yeah. And you weren't really able to reach him. But you no. also you also said you don't think he was a citizen, an American citizen. Yeah. I just felt like he was Polish, but I can't tell for sure. Okay. And there's even possibly more bodies there. Most likely more bodies there. So if there's anyone out there with any information that can help us, perhaps there are people that worked at the Renaissance Center at that time in construction, or this sounds like a familiar story. Yeah. We'd love to talk to you. Someone knows the daughter. Um, So we're going to have email information on our story notes page, but it's friendofjimmy at protonmail.com. You can look on our story notes for that. And when we launched just a few weeks ago now, I, I wasn't sure if this was the right time to launch because it, there's just so much going on in the world, so much for people to pay attention to, justice needing on so many levels. And Christine, you, you came in with some words from Hoffa on that. Absolutely. He wasn't shy when he stepped in to kind of educate me a little bit what the year 2020 um, is all about. And he brought up that the world is going through a karmic thing right now where the truth is coming to surface and justice is the key word that he uses so we're all gonna like I think a lot of us will experience it in both our personal life and also see it in the world how truth is coming out and how justice will come and all of this that me and you are doing now with Hoffa and trying to clear his name and rewrite his history has all to do with this perfect timing that we're in right now because it's his time to get justice. And it's all in, all in the right time, all in the right uh, pace, but he's very ready and he just says 2020 is the year. It's so funny because we kept thinking... <laughs> We're going to launch. We thought we would be done with this so long ago. <laughs> we thought we were launching last summer. <sighs> Everything has taken so much longer than us our, as people thought yeah. it should be and wanted it to yeah. be. But it's actually all in perfect timing. So just one of the many lessons learned along the way. <laughs> <in this. laughs> Things are going to happen when 
they're supposed to happen. Yes. And he also mentioned that people are in justice mode right now because of the energy. People can really, really feel it. And that is what is going to help us with the case because people are really eager to act and to step into that because it's, it is, uh, like I mentioned, it's karma for so many of us to do the right thing right now. Right, right. It's justice in all aspects. Yeah, and things are just going to keep coming up. Okay, so that's where we stand right now in July of 2020. And we just want to close off with reminding people why we're doing this. This is for not just for Hoffa and his justice, but to also bring peace to his daughter. Yeah. Also, if you want to help us but don't particularly have any information, the best way to help us is by sharing this podcast so more people can hear it. Right. You want to be a part of helping Hoffa? You can do that by sharing, telling that friend that you think is going to like it, give us a good review, and just spreading the word. That's going to help us help Hoffa. You can also support us on our Patreon page. Take a look at the story notes for that link. I also want to ask everyone to please stay subscribed to the podcast for possible bonus episodes and a trailer for our next project, coming soon. We've been talking about doing an AMA, an Ask Me Anything episode. So if this podcast has left you with questions, email us those questions at friendofjimmy at protonmail.com. If there's enough interest, we'll come back with a bonus episode answering your questions. Also, there will be a petition, so keep following us on social media so we can update you on that. Or, if you are not on social media, you can send us an email so we can make sure to get your signature. I want to close off by sending out a big thank you to everyone who has been supportive of this project. And a very special thank you to Siobhan Murphy, who stepped in as a creative consultant and so many other roles. And Eric from Autumn Audio. Thank you for stepping in with such a great attitude and helping us out with some audio issues. And a very big thank you goes out to Rachel K. Collier for allowing us to use her song, Words You Never Heard, as our theme music. On the day Christine was going to talk to Jimmy's daughter, she was playing this song and sent it to me, and the lyrics took on a different meaning for both of us. We were convinced we had to get this song, even though it seemed like a long shot. Rachel graciously allowed us to use her song, and for that, we are so grateful. We'll have her info in our story notes for anyone who wants to find more of her music. With all that, I'll just say, stay tuned, because this story is not over.
Box you up or you 